Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division Podcast, a podcast where we try to listen to all songs from 2020's Eurovision Song Contest before the end of 2020. I am your former associate, Jacob Marley. Bah! Humbug! You are not Jacob Marley. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of underdone potato. There's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. Again, proving yourself to be nothing but a hater. Everyone knows I'm a hater. I'm Ebenezer Scrooge! What? And I say bah humbug to Eurovision. I say bah humbug to Christmas. Oh. And you're going to have to prove to me tonight uh-huh. that I can change and that I can grow to love my fellow man and Eurovision. <laughs> Also, I'm not going to give you any money. <laughs> You're not getting a raise. Bob Cratchit? What of him? He's not getting a raise. He's not getting a raise. He's not getting a raise why would from I me, get, Ebony. Why would I get a raise? I'm your, go- I'm your former associate, the ghost Jacob Marley. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you were already rich. I'm dead. And also dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm in chains. Rattle, rattle, chains, chains, chains. Oh, scared. Exactly. Uh, you will be visited by three Eurovision songs tonight. <laughs> yes, okay. First, the ghosts, the song, the songs of Eurovision past, which honestly are all of these. All of really? these all of these are the songs of Eurovision past because the Eurovision 2020 is not happening and these songs have, have, have been passed. Imagine if you will uh, floating through your window, a ghostly figure, a woman dressed in white. <gasps> it's Anna Soklic from Slovenia and her song Voda. Voda? Baby Voda. Baby Voda, <laughs> yeah. thank you. <laughs> okay, what makes this Christmas past? Eurovision past, I'm sorry. Because she's a woman in a white dress, like the go- like the ghosts of Christmas past. This like, is a stretch. We're not. <laughs> no, we're the, we're not really committed. The premise to this of thing. the episode is flimsy. At um, best. Uh, so let's get into the meat of it. Anna Soklic for Slovenia with Voda. Right. Today's theme is wow. Girl can sing. Girl, girl can certainly sing. What what is this song about? Uh, the word voda means water. Oh, that's why she had the leaky tap. That's why there was a leaky tap on in the background of the song. Yes. Yeah. It's about water and how you and like brownie cake is featured at some point it in the does song. Does sound like at one point she says brownie cake. Like, it's very sticky. You need some to drink some water after you've had some brownie cake. Uh, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a 
competent ballad. It's a it's a ballad where she definitely shows off her voice. Um, the song is about water. The chorus translates to something to the effect of water. Vota. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Throughout mm-hmm. the storm, I lay in you until the end. Water is pouring down, but it can't reach the two of us. But it can't reach the two of us. Wow. We, we are bone dry, you and me together. Uh, there is just a bunch of uh, poetic imagery for the rest of this. It's that kind of ballad about, like, you know, a force of nature. We, we are deep sea divers. Um, well, yeah, okay, but it's like... No, it sounds like very deep and poetic. <laughs> and it's it's not like a super boring ballad. Like, right. it, it does just sound like a competent song. It doesn't like grip me very much because it is just a normal ballad. It's a, it's a ballad. Yeah, it sounds, it's your it's, basic. It kind of sounds that that's what that's what you can say about it. Is that like okay? This is a ballad. I've uh, yes, I recognize that it's a ballad, and she shows off her voice. She she like does something different on Voda twice, and it's like oh, okay, wow, that was that was nice. And then at the end, she like does a big little yeah, little flex gorgeous. with it, and you're like gorgeous. That's great. Is that beautiful deep voice? Yeah, no. She I... looks like Sally from Third Rock from the Sun. Ah. So hot. The best thing I can say about this is like that it didn't bore me, which is a very good thing to say for me about a song. Like I could listen to this again, but I'm also not like raving about it. I'm just thinking about. I think it was Serbia that performed or sent Kruna in the last Eurovision Song Contest, which was also like a ballad that somehow didn't work for us and I don't know what was like different about that one compared to this. I don't know I don't remember how it went. Okay. I probably if you show it to me now I will have no recollection of it. What was she wearing? I think she had like a leggy out. Oh yeah that one yeah that one didn't do anything. But I don't remember how it went so I'm just gonna have to really quickly see how this fucking sounded. The, The lots of jewelry and stuff. Yeah, no, I do remember this. Yeah. What is it about that that didn't work? Well, this is like, okay, this is fine. Is it about, it's like, the voice. timbre? It's voice timbre, absolutely. Yeah, because because I think on a, on a Soklich from Slovenia here, it sounds extremely warm. Gorgeous voice. Uh, has a beautiful voice. Like, I don't often say that. Um, so perfectly straight hair, like yes. No, you have to do effort for that. I mean, like of that's I, that's honestly impressive to me. Yes, my hair is so big. It's yeah. good. I love that. But imagine getting that straight. Imagine getting that. Well, there's straight. just so much of it. It's, there's so much of it, and it's very thick. So like, I I couldn't couldn't be me. It's fine. No, it's more than fine because her voice is super yeah. impressive. That's it, like, her voice is too good for me to be able to say that this doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just that. It's like, oh, if she it wasn't is... for her voice, I would be like, yeah, this is nothing. She is extremely good. Uh, she sounds gorgeous. Uh, the song itself, like, like you said, the leaky tap is a little like, once you know it's water, I'm like, oh. Bit on the nose. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it's relatively basic as the song goes, but she sells it. Um, all of the people in today's episode 
have a voice. Like, they can sing. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that. But, you know, like, a lot of people in Eurovision can sing. Uh, that, just having a great voice doesn't help them enough to yeah. get through it, is what I'm trying to say here. Like, Anya Neeson doing uh, Where I Am. Yeah, but that also slapped. It slapped, but I don't think it was, like, the best song she could have possibly sang. I think there were way more ways that she could have she could have actually gone higher up in the on the scoreboard. Yeah, probably. I think we just really liked it because we thought it was extremely funny how hard she sold the word gun. She was laying down her armor. Laying, laying down, down her, her gun. gun. Um, <laughs> just really hitting that G on gun very hard, and I loved that. Now, I said Anna Soklic uh, would be the ghost of uh, Eurovision past, but she has been confirmed to return to Eurovision for next year. So we'll hear that beautiful voice with a different song. Great. Which is exciting. Probably, hopefully a better song. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not disparaging. Like, it's always possible to write a better song. Yeah. And now we go into the present season. Ooh, tis the season indeed. Tis the season indeed. For there is one country that has already selected its song for Eurovision 2021. Ooh! We move so rapidly that we are almost approaching Eurovision's yet to come. And Eurovision... Is 2021 the Eurovision yet to come or is it Eurovision present? I feel like 2021 is Eurovision present. Well, in that case... Because we're like in between Eurovisions and if the first song has now been selected... Yeah. Then it is now present. Then it is now officially Eurovision present. Um, Yeah, in that case, Albania is officially in 2021. Wish that was me. Wish that was us. Um, But we are still in 2020, which means we'll go to Albania for the song of uh, Eurovision past, but of country of Eurovision present. Oh, boy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Albania. This bit works. This bit works. It's okay. Um, it's okay, baby. This one Festival of Kangas 2019, because again, it was selected as the first song of 2020, which means it happened at the end of 2019. Of course, of course. Um, so Festival this... of Kangas? What did you say? Yeah, that's the Albanian song, uh, song contest. I never knew that. Yeah. I that's love what that. It's called Song Contest. Um, wow, it was Song Contest Khan? Sorry, it's a joke on Kangas Khan. I don't understand anything you're saying. His name was Song Contest Khan. I don't get it. Kangas Khan? Oh, Kangas. Kangas Khan. Okay, but Kangas is just song. Oh. Song Khan. Yes. Oh my god. This is the worst. (laughs) I can't keep this in because it just shows how stupid I was and how stupid the joke is. I'm like, what are we going to do with it? Laugh at the stupid joke I made. Uh, oh, it's okay, baby. Uh, this is a good one. This is this is. We we. What can we do? Albania's entry for Eurovision 2020 was performed by Arilena Ara. Won the Albanian song contest as "Shy," but was translated into English as "Fall from the Sky." Uh, which is the version we'll be listening to. In a way, the Albanian song that wins Festival of Kangas is also uh, the ghost of a Eurovision yet to come because the version that wins in Albania is never the version that ends up at Eurovision. 
Then, yeah. There's like, always like a revamp, a translation, or a complete re-instrumentalization. Or like some stuff is cut because the version in Albania is four minutes long. Who knows? I guess that's a, uh, I guess that's a positive of releasing it so early. You mm-hmm. get a lot of feedback and yeah, have time exactly. to like rework it. Uh, but this is what they selected last year. It is Fall from the Sky by Arilena. Fall from the sky As you hold back my wings Like, the song isn't very good, but at least it, like, does stuff. Uh-huh. There's yelling involved. I mean, yelling there's a lot of drama. Yeah. She moves her face. I mean, I knew you were gonna enjoy that. Yeah. She really emotes. And you know what she looks like? Because I spent half of that video, like, kind of being like, oh, she looks like someone, but I don't know okay. who. She looks like... Oh, I keep forgetting her name. The Don't You Call Me Lady actress. Julianne Moore? She looks like Julianne Moore mixed with Ivanka Trump. Oof. But like in a good way. Okay. You brought you more brought... more more to the Julianne Moore sure. side. Um okay. Huh, I I I, I... Absolutely, I'll, she does. I'll trust your your impulse. Uh Like the first time she starts like screaming Inside, you just, no, outside. You just have to, like, think about, Moth- motherfucker, I come in here, I give these things to you. You just think of that, and, like, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. You'll see Julianne Moore. Okay. You'll see Julianne Moore in there. Um, Fantastic monologue. I, she says, I'm screaming inside, but I did hear her scream. She was outwardly, screaming outwardly. So but that, again, like a is the uh, magic of song. Mm-hmm. Is that when the emotions become for, too great for you to speak, you start singing, and then it might, it's its not diegetic the way she's screaming. So she is actually not screaming in the musical. In the, yeah, okay, so. In, in the can, like. Within the actual fiction of what's happening, the song isn't happening. Exactly. Um, I think that probably, like, gets really close to the way that, um. I feel about a lot of like Albanian music uh, or a lot of like entries entries that have come from Festival of Kangas have this sort of very dramatic, big uh, mood, like, you know, big, loud voice. There, there's just been a lot of like women from Albania with a big voice winning. Uh, and I Albanian love that contest, for them. And it's good. Um, usually when they translate the song into English, these in, in the past like five or ten years, it, it hasn't done so well. I would have liked for this to not be in English. You're right. Yeah. I I feel like this song would have had legs in another language more than the song we just listened to. Maybe if it had had English lyrics, I would have had more to connect to in there. Yeah, I understand that that one is just like, well, this is pretty, but I don't know what to connect to. I feel like this has more like actual screaming and emoting and I'm like, you know, I don't need to know what this is about. This can be in a different language and I'm still like, yeah, you're screaming. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listening to it now and watching the video, I, I, I found that this was better than I thought it was. 
I think the I think the Albanian version is a, is a tad better, but I do think the English version here is not is not bad at all. Um, yeah. Because I haven't listened to the Albanian version in a long time, so I don't remember exactly how it was different. But I remember when this came out, being like, "Oh no, what do they do to it?" But now just listening to it, I'm like, "No, this 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 holds up. This is good." I I will be looking up the Albanian version in my own in my own time later. I yeah. I, I am like, "Oh, I want to hear more of this." It's the same story. I think we had this with um, when Lindita Halimi did uh, World. What's the fight all for? What's the cost of love? Oh fuck yes! In this world, fuck yes! Great, but was Banger. also was also incredible in Albanian fairy tale by. Sorry, I forget their names. Um, was also incredible in Albanian and lost it in the English version. Um, so it's it, it it's always been kind of like. It, it's become almost of a, a bit of a meme of like, don't translate it, just keep it in Albanian. Regardless of whether sometimes they intend their song to be in English, but perform it in Albanian for the Albanian Song Contest, where all songs, I believe, are performed in Albanian. I kind of think that that's a, a very good compromise. If every country did that, just had a song and had it in the original language, and then also in English version that they performed at the big contest. Yeah, it's, uh, I would love that. What Iceland does is in the first uh, semifinals, they perform their song in Icelandic. And then in the final of Songvakepnin, they perform it in the intended language, be that English or Icelandic. I love that. Um, and that's usually quite good. Um, Not only because that would mean maybe more work for me somewhere down the line. Well, yeah, but it's nice to hear, uh, it's nice to hear that. And sometimes, uh, that, that, uh, in Iceland, it's particularly interesting because you can tell sometimes when it was written in English and they wrote an Icelandic version for it. Yeah. For it to just like also be performed. Because when you look at the lyrics, you're like, oh, that is not related to, like, these are completely different songs when you see one version compared to the other one. Yeah. Um, I think the the core line in the Albanian version of this is Duetashai, which means I want to curse you. Let me quickly see if that is actually true. There's a true. lot of heartbreak this year in Eurovision. A lot of, like, breakup songs, I feel like. The is... sugar in the wounds and the... Oh, I, it, might, it might not be I want to curse you, but merely just I want to curse. <laughs> I'd like to say fuck about this whole situation. Um, and same. Um, it essentially conveys like the same concept, you know, of like, I'm being restrained. I'm supposed to like fit within a yeah. narrow mold of how you want me to be. But I feel like I need to fly. I feel like I need to get out of my cage. I feel like I need to fucking yell. I'm she trying should. to yell, but I can't is essentially what she both conveys in the Albanian and the English version. Um, and the music still does that either way. So I don't... Now at this point, hearing it now, I'm like, oh, I think the English version is fine. <laughs> yeah. But I would I would recommend you listen to the original as well. You should set her up with the Belarusian artist who sang Learn to Fly. Right. With Ivan. With Ivan, yeah. With Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> I believe is how he said it. And they can, like, hang out with wolves together. Mm. I mean, she, I think she that would be an aesthetic that she'd probably be into. Exactly. Just looking at this, I'm like, oh, you want to learn to fly by Ivan. 
you can let's go. They would be a, yeah, they can let's go. They would be a beautiful couple. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen, Jedward. You have the power. And as you see now, the the songs of Eurovision present have given you great joy. I I do have great joy. My my heart is melting bit by bit, piece by piece. But it does not end here. No. We must move to the songs of Eurovision's yet to pass, yet to come. Say it isn't so, spirit. A we, man can change. It has been confirmed that Anna Soklic is returning for Slovenia. It has been confirmed uh, that Arlena Ara is not coming back for Albania because they had another selection. Okay. Um, so for the Eurovision present, we know that there is a new performer. But the Eurovision that has yet to come, we don't know yet. If Poland will be sending this artist again. Ooh. Last year, in 2020, which is essentially still this year, but you know what I mean. Uh, we're in the new we're in the new, we're in the new year now. Uh, they selected Alicia Simplinska, Alicia's fine, with the song Empires. Ooh. Plural. Running an empire happens so easy. Girl can sing. Girl can sing. I mean, makes sense for the protest song this year to come out of Poland. I would have liked if she had just belted out, "Let me have an abortion," but uh, <laughs> I don't think that was gonna happen. So this is the next best thing. Were you ever allowed to get an abortion in Poland, or what? There was a walk back. Like, okay, I, then... I think like having an abortion was already like not. So super allowed, but it was like, oh, and even it now, if in the events that it was allowed, it is now no longer allowed. Okay, sure. I, um, I, I think that was point, it. I'm not fully yeah, educated point, on the matter. Point being, when this song was written and released, I think she probably was still able to get an abortion. Uh, although not, not really. Probably not ever. But, you know. Anyway, politics. No, not in my podcast. I, I, I want to do a little little more politics. Okay. I think it's... Bring the politics bring back. Bring the politics back. Um, I think it's extremely... In extremely poor taste to put footage of the forest fires and the floodings and everything that happened in the, in the past two years, mm -hmm. year and a half. I think it's an extremely poor taste to put all that footage on there. Even like, oh God, fucking crying black child. I mean, like, yeah, that it's one is extreme that, poor taste. That's the most like, um, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? It's your kid. I don't think it's your kid. But yeah, I'm just like, hey, I'm seeing that Australia or LA or any fucking forest fire is extremely upsetting it's not just you know i i'm sure it's meant to be upsetting in the video but then the song isn't powerful enough for it to be anything but just like you know that's a sort of like oh, this you're is using the, this this is the keep the faith thing um I yeah okay you remember that, that. Fucking, oh no. no 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 i was thinking i am young but i know what to do yeah, that, no, that's definitely what I was referring to, yeah. No. It's our only chance to save the Earth! Um, no, Keep the Faith also did this, and I was also mad about that one. 
Uh, yeah, because it just felt it just felt kind of hollow. Just write a better song, and if you write a better song, you don't need those images. Um, I will say that this one in um, some kind of some kind of selection that I truly had no idea what what was going on. Uh, a really terrible format that was not meant for a Eurovision selection, but ended up being a Eurovision selection or something to that effect. It was not good. Uh, I think it's the selection that they have used for their junior Eurovision Song Contest, where it makes sense to have, like, a fun little talent show. But, like, adapting that concept for adults just made it feel really amateuristic. Then after that, suddenly this music video came out, and I was like, I, I had heard the song before and thought... This sounds okay. This is like there's yeah. there's you know there's some I like the 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 drum beat. It's like it has some menacing imperialist uh, sounds. You know, yeah. Like, I get that thematically. That makes sense. Then the video came out and I was like, oh okay, you're you're putting on like images of stuff. And I was just like, oh, I guess there is like a protesty song this year. Because I was like, I didn't parse it as being a protest song. I was like, I don't really know what this is about until I saw this music video, and I was like, oh, okay, like, like that, I guess. So it's it. So because then it's it a is bad just, protest it song. It is just a love song. It is another breakup song. Yeah, it's just another. It's breakup saying song. how bad she and someone else are together, uh, but they are attracted to each other. But like, whatever they've constructed together falls apart really easily right then, that's essentially yeah, okay, what that is don't it's, put like global warming stuff with the video. that's just knowing that you said like the metaphor of building an empire goes really well with fucking capitalism and destroying the world and whatever we have so it's just you immediately make that easy easy click and you're like oh we can do that with our video without i think then thinking about what was this song actually about i think that betrays that like a certain artistic integrity is missing <laughs> yeah. you know like that's that's kind of just what i what i get from that absolutely anyway authenticity i guess it's goodbye just... politics sure goodbye politics they're they're leaving okay, bring the jokes in bring jokes because we've been in. waiting for them we've been waiting for them and that's starving. a very good one in this one i've been starved for jokes and um here's the thing what is it drawn to each other like moths to... uh, 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 what is it like mouths to a flame like mouths to a flame like mouths to a like birds to a pane of glass. Birds aren't attracted to panes of glass. No. Birds specifically don't notice that the glass is there and then they bonk into it and die. Yeah. It's bad. It's it's, it's bad. bad when that happens. It's bad when it happens. But also I don't think that metaphor works. Because the birds aren't like, oh, hell yeah, a pane of glass. Let me just fly into that. Yeah, it's, that not, it's, it. not, it's not a self-destructive impulse. No. Is it's... what that is. A moth going to a flame is arguably a, self inf- uh, uh, a self-destructive impulse. You can, you can like spin that in a way that it's like, yeah, it wants to go to something that specifically will kill it. That is what the song is about. That's the moth metaphor that has been... That use. works, yeah. And I'm sure that when whoever wrote this song thought of the birds to a pane of glass line, they were like, oh, I, I haven't heard that one before. Ooh, that's a really clever, new, creative thing to put in there. But the reason that they hadn't heard it before 
was because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope, doesn't quite make sense, does it? Does not hold up doesn't to really any work. scrutiny. Nope. It just don't work. It just don't work like that. Another thing I noticed about this song is she's very hot in an early 2000s way. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying, I guess. Uh, you know what I she's mean? She's a pretty girl. Um, she's a very pretty girl and she's very hot. But like, there's one outfit in this video with like spaghetti straps. Yeah, okay. But we, we're bringing all that stuff we're back. We're bringing all that stuff back. And it's just very like, ooh. It is the early 2000s again. I recognize this. Finally, something that is from my lifetime that I recognize is coming back. And that's a weird thing to have happen sure, to yeah, you for the first yeah. time. It's just like, oh, younger people than me are discovering these looks and thinking they're good. While I still look back on them and think, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Please, let's not bring back low-cut jeans. I mean, this is something that we've, like, discovered, uh, I think, collectively this year by watching uh, old Eurovisions. Eurovisions past. <gasps> In Eurovision again? Damn it, we should have Damn it, should have won with that. that. Why did oh. I not lead with that? I'm Oh, because we've been yeah. We I'm embarrassed. Ghost of Eurovision past is, is Eurovision again, of course. Um anyway. Anyway. Discovering that by watching like early two thousands contest is like the focal point of an outfit or like of it's an ensemble. Way lower. Is on the hips? Was yeah. And what, not on the waist. What was up with that? Not even on the hips. It was, like, fully on the pussy. Uh, sure. Like, fully down on the gen genitals. So, like, yeah, putting the focal point of an outfit on the... Yeah, basically on the widest part of the body. Yeah. Which is so strange because that does such weird things to the balance... It's why... Of the body, it's, like... It's why when you see, like, a lot of women in those old Eurovisions, they look extremely... Straight, like a straight line, kind like a of. Straight line. Because it, it puts the. Because you would think that by highlighting the widest part, you'd be like, oh, that part is wide. But no, it does the to... opposite. You you want to cinch the waist in in a way so that you're like, oh, you can see where it gets narrow. It's and an so hourglass, it, yeah. Because what it does is it makes the widest part of the body actually look narrower by being the focal point. Yeah. Thereby making the entire figure look very much like a like a straight line. Which I don't think we recognized at the time, but no. I, I can't imagine that we have become so much smarter as a people to see that as far as silhouettes are concerned. Remember when, like, when the quote-unquote mom jeans got back into style? Yeah. And a lot of straight men were, like, really mad about it? I know, and I didn't understand what and they I were talking about. I don't understand, because it's like, no, because they make your hips look fucking wide and sexy, and they make your waist look snatched. I mean, Pixar has realized this for a Pixar long time. Pixar realized this a long time ago. Damn! <laughs> I'm trying to sneak into Syndrome's facility, but I'm dummies. Thick and my butt keeps getting stuck in the doors. Mm. God, that was a fucky movie. Woody, I'm trying to sneak <laughs> out of Andy's room, but the, my porcelain cheeks are dummy thick. Clap of my cheeks keeps alerting the dog. I don't know. I haven't seen Toy Story in years. In years. <laughs> um, I'm also like because I've been. Uh, mostly unemployed during this pandemic, been watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> sure. And I got into like, yeah, the 
historical outfit reconstruction side of yeah. YouTube and Bernadette Banner and Rachel Maxey and Morgan Donner and whatever. And I got really into like yeah, there the the period of of the Regency yeah. outfits where the focal point was below the bust. Yes. And it's really that's also just really weird, but it looks really comfortable because you just have like one line under your bust and everything else is like flowy and majestic yeah, and I'm like think, god that's um, so comfortable. Just to take like the Eurovision thing. I know that's not what it was meant to do, but that makes me think kind of of like maternity. Yeah, like maternity co- gowns. Because uh, Birgit Oigemel, who represented Estonia in 2013 with Usaks Alguse, which is one of my favorite Eurovision songs, was wearing like a very flowy dress that kind of looked like it was, you know, cut out of one piece below the bust. And I didn't realize that that was because she was pregnant at the time. Because I, 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 I don't know, I hadn't listened to the song in a while or whatever, and then I watched it again, and I was like, Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, that. Oh, oh of course. That's... Oh, that's what that. Okay, that's what the. Yeah, that helps kind of not like mask that, but just like it helps it. Yeah. Makes the body shape like kind of fall into. I don't know. It 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 looked very flattering and good. Um, it's also the silhouette of the famous like gorgeous Sailor Moon gown. I don't think I'm aware, one. but like okay. Oh, even like yeah if. You grew up as a girl, even even if you didn't really watch Sailor Moon, you're aware of that gown. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, early 2000s. Yeah. Just, yeah, everyone's just, like, showing their... A lot of midriff, but... A like, lot of midriff, but... is but that like, even the midriff? It's no, like tummy. It's like tummy and, like, hip bone. It's definitely the belly button. Very important to show the belly button. I remember that being a thing for a long time. In every single cartoon, too. Like, yeah. the very much the winks effect of just constantly showing your belly button while I was like, no, I'm going to wear very big t-shirts all the time when I was a teen. No, absolutely. It's, it's kind of weird thinking back on that. I will never wear... Like, now I'm at the point in my life where I would feel confident enough to wear a crop top, but also now I feel like I'm too old to wear crop tops. It's just... It's so sad. It's weird, because when you look at those old... You know, you, when you look at just the way that bodies were uncovered or which parts were covered, it looks a lot more naked now. It looks so like naked. Like mid-2000s stuff, I'm just like, oh my god, they're wearing so... Little! Like, so little. So... And then, you know, sexier outfits are, seem, like, slight, more explicit, even though, like, that still happens. And Eurovision is always kind of a place where you get these outfits where you're like, oh, boy, should you be showing that much? Or, oh, what, what is this cut? Or, like, what is happening there? Like, it's a, you know, it's a place for weird and bad outfits, sure. But, you know, experiment. Have fun. Um, I, just yeah, in I'm general, not saying, in like, oh, fashion, don't be nude. Love it when people are nude. I, just, myself, am nude quite often. Yeah, I think just in general fashion, what's exposed now is... I mean, crop tops are still a thing, and, you know, there is still, like, parts of skin that are on display. But I feel like it, it is... It, it somehow seems more sensible. But again, in ten years, we'll probably be looking back at what people are wearing now and be like, Huh, was that... Did we think that was good? I I don't know, you know. I think it's also that. like kind of more acceptable now to have a more androgynous look. Yeah. So you've got your Billie Eilishes who are just wearing baggy clothes all yeah, the time, and I'm like, to, yeah. yeah, because she wants to, and nobody's like, well, I mean, 
men are like, I wish he was sexier. It's not like keeping her from being famous. Yeah, I mean, essentially she's just like kind of projecting the image also that she's not really... She's not trying to be sexy. She's not interested in being she's sexy. She's not interested she's in being, being sexy. She's interested in being like an insanely talented young woman. Absolutely. I think Therefore I Am is like a really good song. She makes good music. What she do you really want me to makes say? good music. I didn't know she made good music because I only listened to like the music that I already like until like, yeah. Until you did that theater thing yeah. with Billie Eilish music, and I was like, "Holy shit, what is this music? This is I know. really I mean, good. I remember also hearing it there. And like, oh, this is good. Um, I was like, "Oh, this is what your teen niece has been listening to for the past two years and telling us about." Oh, I should have listened to it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is okay. So the, your taste in this was good. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. You do watch bad anime, though. <laughs> hey, you know, when you're fifteen, what are you gonna do? She had Evangelion stuff on her Christmas list, and I was like, "You're too young to watch Evangelion. <laughs> it's you don't you don't." I, wa- I watched it recently, and I felt like I was too young to watch it. Yeah, it's well. just like I. First of all, I don't get it. First of all, I do not understand it. <laughs> Second of all, y'all, this this is nasty. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> this is nasty. Um, I did watch. We did watch a Muppet Christmas Carol for the first time ever. For the first time ever, I know. I can't um, believe I haven't been watching yeah. this movie my whole life. Can't believe that has my favorite been a movie. staple of every single Christmas because it is going to be from now on. Forever. It's so good. We're going to watch it every year forever. So if you haven't seen it yet this Christmas, watch The Muppet Christmas Carol. And perhaps you too shall be visited by three ghosts tonight. <laughs> you were visited by three ghosts, three women with big voices. I shall change my ways. From now on, I shall love my fellow man. Because you see, there are also women in Eurovision. Not just men wearing black t-shirts and black pants. I'm so sick of them. (laughs) I'm so sick of them. I'm so sick of men just wearing black t-shirts and black pants and being like, job done. Or like a man wearing a butt ugly fucking blazer with the tiger print. Disgusting. Do something. I mean, and I, all of these men will be like, oh yeah, I love David Bowie. Do you? Fuck you. I do think Arielena Ara's outfits were also ugly. Oh, well. absolutely. <laughs> they were hideous. I was just like, <laughs> what, what period of time are you living in? Because this ain't it. Um, you know, Ghost of Christmas Pat. No, that was a present. I don't... This, this bit doesn't work. Um, it hasn't worked from the start and it's still not working. That means this is as good a moment as any to end the episode. Thank you for listening. Join us next time when we'll be listening to more songs from 2020's Eurovision Song Contest. I've been Jacob Marley. And I've been Ebenezer Scrooge. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Can you say good night, Europe? Good night, Europe. Yay! Ooh, Kermie. Hiya!